following program may contain forced language, suggested dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. Welcome to another episode of the Toonami Faithful Podcast. I am your host, Sketch, and with me I have... Paul Biscrillo, the founder of ToonamiFaithful.com. And... The Dark Cat, Happy Kuro Kitty. Dark Cat? Dark Cat? It's thematic. It's thematic of what we're going to talk about. It is. It is thematic. <laughs> Are you a cat woman? Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> so uh august was looking a little ho-hum not that exciting fire force was returning for reruns jojo was back thank goodness but then suddenly out of nowhere batman that was really loud in my ears that was awesome i thought you were gonna do that I had, I had to. It's Batman. It is Batman. It is Batman. I don't Batman. know why people are so salty, Sketch. It's Bat freaking Man. No, no, no. Oh, it's man. it's a you're you're not understanding. It's supposed to be an anime block. Uh, oh, it's an insert, action animated block. No, it's an action cartoon block. That is what Toonami is defined as. So Well, I mean action animated and action cartoon are two basically the same thing. Absolutely the same thing. (laughs) So some people are afraid to call it cartoons. (laughs) Yeah, they don't they don't realize in Japan everything is anime. So Yeah. Like even Rick and Morty's anime. So it's just like Family Guy's anime. It's like so Yeah, anime is just the all encompassing term for cartoon in Japan. But yeah, let's not get into that. Nope. <laughs> no, let's not get into that. No. Nope. So, very exciting. Out of nowhere, Toonami's playing movies again. And not just any movies. Some DC animated movies, which, oh man, they haven't done this in, well, pretty much since they got canceled. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I think one of the last uh, movie nights that they had of the... 2008 Toonami, they decided to throw on a couple of Naruto movies and Batman Beyond Return of the Joker, just because. <laughs> oh, well, oh, you're talking about DC, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were, because you started saying anime, and I'm like, wait a minute, what are you talking about? I said animated. Ah. I'm sorry, should I have called them cartoon movies? <laughs> yes, Sketch, be proper about <laughs> your Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Well. <laughs> so that was uh, that was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. Very long time ago. What is that? That's 22 years? Jesus Christ. And then like 15 years since they aired Batman. Mm. Mm. Well, they did play Beware the Batman. That's true. So briefly. Oh, that is true. And that was that. the last... And only DC thing we've seen on this tsunami. So 
<laughs> that was the era of, oh, you're not using it? Let us have it. <laughs> Never understand why they couldn't play Young Justice back then. I think this I, is now going to be the era of, you're not using it, let us have it. At uh, least 2020. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> uh, they'll certainly look for the opportunities. Uh, I don't know how this came about, but DC has this DC Fandome uh, online convention thing happening on August 22nd, and yep. I guess they decided a good way to promote that would be to throw a couple of Batman movies on Toonami, and I am for it. <laughs> yeah, same. As am I. As I am mean, I, let's, but... let's not even pretend like they couldn't have just thrown these on sci-fi. They've done that before. Well, isn't there... Isn't aren't they doing like DC movies on other channels too? HBO Max, I hear. Well, that would make sense because they have a whole yeah. DC section. Mm-hmm. Mm. I, I honestly don't know what else is uh, going Somebody on. Somebody said mean, something I thought on Twitter about probably going to be like a Harley Quinn marathon on Sci-Fi. <laughs> probably. I mean, there's something. some other things I think that are out there that there are some other channels out there that have that stuff too. Yeah. A lot I've of these couple... DC movies actually aired on HBO proper at some point, yeah. or one of their offshoot channels. And now on HBO Max, of course, they have a bunch of stuff. And then well, there's DC Universe, the streaming service for DC stuff. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I mean, you know what I've been bitching about all this time, Sketch? Corporate synergy. Yes. And... It's nice to see some dang corporate synergy. Yes, thank God. I mean, it may be short-lived, but let's enjoy it while we have it. <laughs> yeah, I, I just so, so hope this is not a one-off and there's more, because... Yeah, man. Really, it took a global pandemic for Warner to be like, you know, Toonami could probably use a little help. <laughs> <laughs> or they're like, hey, we need help advertising our con that's online. How about, sh what do you want in return? <laughs> Jason being like, I want movies. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and not it's, just any Batman yeah. film. They picked some of the more adult content Batman films, The Dark Knight Returns and uh, Year One. I mean, the, these aren't these aren't your uh, a childhood Batman films. These are some some dark stuff with some very very much adult content, which is perfect uh, for this current audience. I think you know, I I don't see why people should be but heard about missing their weekly Toonami uh, shows when they're getting something that's equal to the mature, well, ideally equal to the maturity level of viewers. And no, let's not beat around the bush. Toonami plays a bunch of Japanese kids shows, so <laughs> this is that's honestly true. more mature than a regular Toonami lineup. That well, is true. Yep. More, more except because you have, and so, sometimes JoJo will have moments that are for that, you know, 20 to 40 age group that watch it. Oh, yeah. It's almost it, it's always rated TVMA JoJo. Yeah. Yeah. So and and definitely this 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 Batman fits in with that quite well. So I feel like it's not it's not the Batman we were watching back in 2005. So we should embrace this opportunity as, as something to, to sort of take us into to whatever this transitional period for this this era of television is with the pandemic and also just as you said the corporate synergy I, i'm personally looking forward to it well and i tweet for once <laughs> yeah true um and, and a couple other things too so i mean um first of all I, I hate to say this but a lot of the dc animated films that they've been putting out 
I think they would all run under the adult category. Oh, uh, well, point. yeah. You know? I mean, so, even their um, crossover with Ninja Turtles was surprisingly violent. Yes, yes. <laughs> Love that movie, so, by the way. It's great. That would be interesting if that showed up on Toonami, but I don't think that would ever do that. No, so, uh, <laughs> it, it played on Nicktoons edited, which is an interesting thing that I've kept on my DVR because they actually barely edited it and in weird ways like sometimes they would uh edit the visual of the violence but the sound effect would still be there <laughs> <laughs> that's weird yeah um but then the other thing too is and i've kind of said this to a couple people on on twitter is keep in mind that they're probably still putting together these episodes of jojo that they freshly recorded so this will give them time to hopefully complete all of those. And then we don't have to wait. We don't have to have any surprise delays. Same thing with like, you know, black Clover, like hopefully we won't have any delays with this two weeks. Um, God knows. Um, So so far Funimation has been pretty fast about dubbing black Clover lately. They've been putting out an episode every week for, let's say two or three weeks. And okay. before that, they had like two or three weeks. So it's kind of been like four, uh, uh, three episodes a month as opposed to four. But it seems like they're one, prioritizing Black Clover, and two, uh, just kind of keeping at a pace that they're doing it definitely about as fast as they can. What, what well, about fire? also one of the only things they have. Uh, a consistently new episodes of, I think, I think right. a lot of the other, a lot of the other content is still in production and delayed <clears throat> because of coronavirus. So at mm-hmm. least they, they have something that is being put out. It's ready to go. It's relatively new and they have a contract for it. So it makes sense that they would, they would keep that going each week. And I, I'm glad they, they have, I've been watching. Yeah. Yeah. Right. What about what about Fire Force though? Like, did they? Is that going out on a consistent basis, or is that being no. not off? so far? Not at all. <laughs> they put out the first two episodes the week that it started airing in Japan because there was that Funimation convention, and they had the first two episodes dubbed for that. And then they went like two weeks before posting another one. So now they've played the third, and. Uh, there, I don't believe there was one that posted this week, so they'll probably put one out next week. I would so think maybe uh, every other week for Fire Force, but they might speed up that production soon. I think they really needed uh, a couple of episodes to have aired in Japan, so they had materials. And now they'll be able to do it at a slightly faster click. But I don't know. I, I, I smell a delay. I smell a delay coming out of Japan. Just, just my my hunch because nothing is. I, I've been following the list that I think it's uh, Anime News Network has been posting about delayed content and and sometimes you know you just can't predict these things anymore. God forbid I ever use this phrase again, but we live in uncertain times, guys. <laughs> Ain't that <laughs> the truth? Times. So <laughs> yeah. I personally think that that October 24th date isn't going to stick. Nope. I I mean, maybe that's why they put it all the way back to that. Because I I was kind of thinking... They probably shouldn't have gone with an exact date. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, they shouldn't have. But I could see them having 
like we like we were talking about on a previous podcast recently, um, eight to twelve episodes ready by the time it comes in. More closer to the eight number, but I mean, if they do pick up doing regular like they're doing with Black Clover, you know that's not going to be a problem. Honestly, by the time it gets to tsunami, so I you know I don't I don't right now I don't see a problem. But if there is a huge delay, then it's going to become a problem. So I don't think that Fire Force is going to get delayed in Japan. I think they, they're they on a good production schedule for that. But whether or not Funimation will be able to dub it fast mm. enough? Yeah. <laughs> well, not I so mean, far. <laughs> I mean, everything else got pushed back pretty much, except for this and Sword Art. So, I mean... Yeah, well, Sword Art did get pushed back a full season. So, And actually, I, I believe it even got delayed before that, but... That was yeah a choice made before the coronavirus. Right. I don't so think different. that's going to show up on Toonami in 2020 at all. The new season. I I I'm you know optimistic. I, I don't think it'll show up till next year. I think on Toonami. I th- well, it's already airing in Japan. They're like yeah. five episodes in. Really good season, by the way. Well, there's there's certainly some stuff in there, but it is a very interesting season. Because every state has its own quarantine rules and just the way the dynamic keeps changing from week to week, I just, I question the ability to get, you know, production value and sound editing done in a timely manner. I mean... Because it's consistently shown that we, we haven't been getting that, and that's completely understandable. I mean, Bang Zoom was was pretty good about because um, I think they've edited a couple things while while this has been going on, and they've mm-hmm. been doing a pretty good job as far as I know. So I could see them, and especially what with what, what uh, I can't even speak with what happened in the the first part of this season. Um, I think the turnaround will be a lot faster this time, but. And I think that's kind of what we're waiting on is because because it might be coming around the same time as new Fire Force. But, um, you know, we don't in there. There's who knows at this point, you know, it depends on if they're able to record mm-hmm. uh, in the studio, if they're if this is being done from home at this mm-hmm. point. So basically, if they can't do at least some of the work from home, it's not happening. Yeah. Right. So. I am excited for that season, though. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, so hopefully, hopefully, I'm I, I'm happy if I'm proven wrong and we see 2020 airing, but I'm not convinced it'll happen. No. Not, nor am I convinced that, that Fire, I mean, <laughs> I think Fire Force has a better chance of showing up on Toonami in the end of 2020 than SAO does, just because they seem to be a little bit more ahead of their... Uh, they seem to be a little bit more on schedule, sort of. Well, true. We we know that they're already dubbing Fire Force. We have no idea if they've even started Sword Art. Which is typical for SAO to not share that information. Yeah. Mm. So I, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of thinking that it's going to be November for both. I think they'll probably do. Uh, both a, a Labor Day marathon and Halloween night is a tsunami night this year. So mm. they were going to start Fire Force the week before Halloween, and I always thought that that was a little 
questionable. <laughs> hey, I say they should throw a curveball and do a Soul Eater to uh, a tsunami marathon on Halloween. Well, that just would be like, cool. <laughs> yeah, just like have everybody be thoroughly confused, randomly have Soul Eater up there, and Funimation be like, "Hey, plug us." <laughs> yeah, play the good part of Soul Eater. Yeah. The beginning. <laughs> yeah. With the good OPs. Oh, <laughs> All OPs. Very good OPs. Oh, mm. man. You know, every now and then they do uh, a lineup that's kind of off time for various reasons. Mm-hmm. And I just wonder what it would be the logistics of just doing that every week so that they could actually play the full openings and endings of these shows. But it's probably not worth it. No. Be nice, though. It would be nice. Yeah. Or even just occasionally have, like, you don't just hear the full OP one time. You hear it, like, maybe once a month or once every other month. So you hear it more than once, you know? That would be mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. So here's the, the reason why I think they're probably going to do a Labor Day marathon. Because even though it would be coming back to the regular lineup one week, you have to consider that there is only... Uh, two segments of Ballmasters left, so one half hour. So that night, they would finish Ballmasters, and then what do they do the next week? Sure, they could put another rerun in there starting on Labor Day weekend, but I don't think they'd do it. <laughs> Just because it'd be a little weird. I do think that you're onto something, because I, I think that they, they may end up trying to do some kind of Let's be uh, real, as many stall tactics as they can get. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But, you know, I, I kind of hope, and as much as I don't want to say this, I kind of hope that they do something with JoJo, just because I think that doing something for them would probably be a good idea. Or doing something for oh, people that are asking JoJo about marathon. JoJo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that would be an interesting one to do, like, you know, I don't know where they would start it, but, you know. Yeah. Well, they could probably do a refresher on some of the more recent stuff. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, it, I think that's just something that, you know, might not be a bad idea for them to do. And, and people, I think they would get solid viewership if they did a, a JoJo marathon over, say, a Fire Force, because they had one already this year, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. and Fire yeah. Force is already rerunning once a week. No, they didn't do a Fire Force marathon. No. I, I could have sworn, maybe it was last year, I'm thinking. No. Last year's marathons were One Punch Man. I remember that. And what was the other one? <laughs> Probably Dragon Ball, really. <laughs> yeah, well, always, there was the, a Dragon Ball one. There was the, the Dragon Ball Super Marathon that happened, like, right before it finished. Right. What am I thinking of? Maybe it was a double episode airing or something. Mm. I'm not crazy, I swear. <laughs> I remember something related to Fire Force. You know what? Maybe the beer is getting to my head. I don't know. <laughs> it's probably the beer getting to your head. Yeah. 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 yeah I, hmm. What was that other holiday marathon they did? Yeah. They do always do. I feel like every year, Toonami has at least one Dragon Ball marathon recently. That's just my impression. And and to be honest, I, I will fully admit, I don't really watch them. I don't watch the... the two, I, I watch Toonami marathons. I don't watch the Dragon Ball marathons, which is why I'm very forgiving if people say hardcore, 
we don't want to watch this. You know, I'll encourage people to do so. But if you've seen all those episodes and you're just not interested, it's it's okay. Just make sure you turn the channel to the to it and put it on silent. So it looks like you're watching it and go do something else, which is what I do. <laughs> I mean, what? I don't fake viewing numbers at all. No. <laughs> People have done that all all the time, so don't worry about it. <laughs> which, which to circle kind of back 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 to Batman. Um, yeah, exactly. Basically, you know, I think the point needs to be made that oh, it was Doctor Stone. Doctor oh Stone. yeah, it was yes. Doctor Stone. Sorry. Yep, it was Doctor Stone. All right, um, you for saying Paul. Yes. <laughs> so, circling back to Batman. Basically, speaking of viewership ratings, social media. Um, if you want more of this DC stuff, like I just said on Twitter today, you need to watch. You need to watch and you need to get it to trend on, on Twitter while you're watching. Yeah, I want to see some active tsunami watching these next two weekends. Make it happen, exactly. people. And, and that's, that's what's going to get you guys. Full four hours of tsunami premieres. <laughs> Right, and this is this is what's going to get you the DC shows you want. Let, let's not go too far with Young Justice coming to Toonami, but I know that's what everybody wants. It can and happen. you know, I mean, it's not on HBO HBO Max yet, or at least when I was on, when I was watching HBO Max, it wasn't on there. And then, you know, I mean, what is it? DC what, DC what's the name Universe. Is? Yeah, the DC Universe is looking like it's dying, so, I mean... I wouldn't go that far, but it does seem like it might be... Uh, maybe something. dying's not the word. Maybe dying's not the word. Maybe <laughs> might, like, might be restructuring. I, I, right. I think that people are getting a little bit of movie superhero fatigue, and, and this is just symptomatic. I, I don't think it's going to lead to some kind of permanent end it's just that our films have been saturated by marvel and and such you know to, for the to past that point years so <laughs> like what 20 something movies it's, from that it's, it's a lot and and maybe it's just me i'm a little salty and it's over probably good for the audience fatigue that marvel hasn't been able to put out a movie this year mm. God. same yeah. thing with uh dc with wonder woman so only... uh yeah but that's a shame about Wonder Woman. Well, I mean, it's still it's still slated for October. We'll see. We'll see. That's going to happen. They, but, they moved it to August, and then they moved it further beyond. But at least they're not trying to pull what Disney is with Mulan. Are you oh kidding gosh, me with that garbage? Don't yeah. get me started. Got to have a Disney Plus subscription and pay $30? No, I just, I can't. I can't. I love that movie. I named my cat after Mulan, and I can't effing see it because I, I don't have a Disney Plus subscription. I'm so salty about it, I don't want to talk about it. I, I, I do feel like, and I'm not going to go too far into this, because this is the Tsunami Faithful Podcast, not the Disney Podcast. <laughs> um, but well, let's start talking about JetX. <laughs> well, hold on. So... Jet like, I, I do feel like, while we're, while we're talking about that, I do feel like Disney may end up having to re reverse their decision and put it into so. theaters because here's the problem. All these polls I keep seeing, nobody wants to watch. Nobody wants to rent a movie on a streaming service. Nope. And I've Not seen like only five to, five to 10% of the people 
that want to see Mulan will rent it. So it's like, yeah, you might want to reverse your decision and try to get it into theaters this year. Just saying. They're going to drive people to either A, try and do it illegal, or B, try to like team up with other people who have the service already and you know, and, and it, it won't increase their profits at all because if you have like a family all like watching from the same service and, and not and sharing their subscription. Well, yeah, that's that's what I'm saying is, is it's like, you know, you know, everybody's sharing everybody else's mm-hmm. streaming yeah. service. You know what I mean? So there won't be a huge profit margin for this film. And you're really sure changing the hard work of the actors in, in this, too. And that that bothers me a lot because they went. They went pretty far to make this a distinct film from the the sort of cartoonish nature of the original, even though it was epic and I love it. And I think they're not going to do it justice if they do this. And that's all I'm going to say about this, not to detract from anything. <laughs> I just have very strong feelings. <laughs> right. You know, and, and it's it, it does relate to Tanami in the fact that, you know, I'll bring this up because... I had a subscription, a, t- a two months subscription to uh, HBO Max, mm-hmm. and you know, and my review will come out at some point once CJ edits it, <laughs> whatever that is. Um, but it's it's very interesting because you know, bringing this back again to Batman, like there's no live action Batman's on there, and I'm like, there you were, but you have now. the whole, you have your whole Warner Brothers. Like archive, mm-hmm. what are you doing? Are you just like renting it? Like not renting, but like um, license licensing these out still, and not like it's not allowed on your service. Is that what's going on here? Because look at what what anime is doing. Like anime, like Bleach is on like five hundred different streaming sites. Mm-hmm. Uh, Inuyasha is on five hundred different streaming sites. Like yeah. if if they can do that and they're willing to do that because they want to make money, why can't you keep it on HBO max and still put it on uh, insert network? That's not a Warner brother, like not a Warner media network. Like I, I don't get that. And Batman isn't necessarily stale content either because um, as you see from there's that, I, I don't remember which network stri- uh, streams this, but it's that series Gotham. That was hugely popular. I, I didn't watch it personally, but I know it was very, very popular. And, you know, it, it brought a new element and new dimension to the character as, as we keep seeing from Batman in general. So it's very easy to have him be uh, uh, promoted and shared across these networks and streaming. I, I'm, yeah. I'm a little baffled as to why we're not seeing this sooner. But I am. I, I think there's a lot of good reasons behind having the Batman. Yeah, it's it's a little it feels a little bit um you know different from the from the general characteristics of Toonami recently, but it's also they're they're so good at throwing us curveballs and that's what makes it fun and exciting to see something new. I'm right. glad they're doing these films and I think it will be interesting, especially given, you know, now that we've all seen the two thousand five Batman Begins. I think it's two thousand five. So we'll be able to sort of compare the content from that live action franchise to these animated franchise with that element of, of the dark Knight character and, and really, really um, um, get into that. And, and, and Toonami fans, if anything, they love characters with depth and who yeah. has more fucking depth than Batman. Come on. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> yeah. That's true. And, you know, I mean, it, it brings up the point of, you know, 
you got to keep in mind that it was, I believe it was Justice League Unlimited that was made for Toonami. Not the not the first Justice League part. Well, made um, for Toonami would be a stretch. It was made Cartoon for Cartoon Network, Network and Toonami got to premiere it. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, we'll do it that way. Whatever. <laughs> I think it's a Toonami premiere, but whatever. Um, in the same sense that Megas is. In the same sense. It's all the same either way. But, um, you know, we could see – I would love for them to do all the Justice League War movies and just go through that whole series of films in order like oh, i'm not saying do it in one night. Ones? yeah I, I i think that would be i've always thought that they would be perfect to show mm-hmm. on tsunami i mean it's it, they're more adult and it fits what we're trying to what i don't even just play to, all those like, dc films yeah they're, they're they all work for tsunami Exactly, and but not I, all in one month. Oh yeah, no, yeah. No, no. <laughs> You'd have a riot if you did that. I mean, I mean, we we could bring I mean, back maybe the once month of movies, month. month of movies. You know, hell if it, if if this, I mean, if this doesn't really cost them any money, which is what I'm guessing at this point, like, and this is mm. like a precursor for That's something. That's a good question. I, I mean, you know? I'm hesitant to say it costs them no money, but. On the other hand, this could be a case where uh, Warner and DC are like, hey, we really want to promote our thing, so yep. you can play these for free this time. Right. We and don't know for sure. I doubt Jason will ever tell us if that's the case. But with all the times that he said that they've always said these are way too expensive, I don't know. But well, and, I like to see it. <laughs> and, and, and that's and that's why I say, like, you guys out there that are listening, you need to be you need to be watching this upcoming Saturday and you need to watch next Saturday, too, because, you know, if it does well ratings wise and on social media, you know, it's it's one of those things you're going to look at and go, hey, it's working. Give us more. You know what I mean? You know, I, I mean, if I'm going to be honest with you, I would love to see see them see DC partner with Tsunami on some original series. But oh my gosh, that would be a it's. Lot of fun. I mean, at least one. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Young Justice. Yes, I like Young Justice, and I would love to see the new seasons of it, especially if they brought it over to Tsunami. But you know, that's really the only original quote unquote TV series that they have right now. They don't have any other DC uh, cartoon series right now. So yeah, not, not cartoons. Right. So they they mostly focused on live action. Yeah, right. But a lot of potential for collaboration there and a lot yes. of potential for excellent animated action. Wait, wait, let me use the word corporate synergy. <laughs> corporate synergy. <laughs> now, an interesting thing that has occurred and possibly the only small benefit to the madness of the world right now is various uh, corporate entities are seeing the value in using animation as a storytelling medium. Mm -hmm. Like AMC just announced that they're doing an animated drama, an animated drama series. That's I've been saying this for years that animation is a good, a, a good platform for, for doing the most you can do through. Oh. You might, you want to repeat that thought. If your mic is still in. 
<laughs> getting, you know, special effects, getting costumes, getting makeup. It, it's it's smaller and you can be completely creative on it. I've been saying animation is, is a good platform for the future for these these creators to go ahead and 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 flex their uh, animation muscles, if you will. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, no, that's that's all right. I I completely agree. I for the longest time. Live action superhero movies have kind of taken the thunder away from animated series because they mm. can do so many things with live action now. But right now, they they can't film live action, so it's a surprisingly great opportunity to uh, do some more animated stuff for older audiences. There's companies looking at doing more R-rated animated films, which hopefully will be. Not just terribly raunchy, right? God, yeah. Well, it's, it's an interesting and exciting time to be an animation fan because uh, <laughs> I, I don't want to say that there's this is a good thing per se, but um, it seems like a a good thing for animation fans. <laughs> I, I mean, I I have to what I what I think is especially with DC. Um, I actually think that they're they're they do better movies animated than they do live action. And and let's take out <laughs> Wonder Woman. I'm not I'm not I mean Ouch. I'm not lying I'm not lying here. I mean uh, with the exception of that out there. I mean that's generally the public consensus, isn't it? That yeah, it is. That DC yeah. does better animated films than live action ones. I mean their TV series are good. With, yeah, the, you know, the a lot of, of the live, woman, maybe <laughs> the live action TV series have been pretty good. I mean, Ellen, right? Uh, 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 mm, uh, what's his name? <laughs> I said Barry Ellen. Allen. Uh, no, the the producer of all of those. He's oh, I can't think of. I don't know who. I uh, I don't have that in my head right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah, that guy. Because <laughs> he's that like guy. he's doing he's. How does he have the time to do all those series? Like he's producing so many series for DC now. He's got that it's Green Lantern not- series for uh, HBO Max, which supposedly will have really high production values. Yeah, I mean, I think that. And, and again, let, let me let me kind of let me kind of. Greg Berlantini. <laughs> Oh, that's who it is. Okay. Ber- Ber- so, Berlant- Greg Berlanti. Yeah. Let, let me let me say this. So like, Robot Chicken had a whole recently the live the, the, the live action of like the movies that they've put out were either okay or eh. now Wonder Woman was good. Um, Aquaman, Aquaman was good. And I mean, you kind of got to go back to Suicide Squad was okay. <laughs> yeah, Suicide Squad was. Okay, I mean, it just you know they just. But Justice League. (laughs) Yeah. And no, I I don't think the new cut of it's gonna make it that much better. I mean, (laughs) it's just gonna make it edgier. I have a feeling that it it might be better than what it was supposed to be. What it what it actually turned out to be, I should say. Well, one can hope because they're yeah. spending a whole lot of money on doing this movie over. Yes. <laughs> so we'll we'll see what happens with that, but I mean, I would love to see more of this DC stuff oh, bleed into Tsunami too. and, you know, it's it just makes sense with the corporate synergy <clears throat> that's going on that they might as well just do it. Look, I got to say that 
something that I would love to see. It may not be practical, but when Adult Swim no longer has these Fox shows, play a DC movie in front of Toonami. Put that in primetime before Toonami. That just seems like a really good idea to me. (laughs) I mean, them. They have so many of those movies now that they yeah, could. Yeah, how, they... how much are people? I think I think there's an appetite for fresh content too. So you can't yeah. just do replays of some of those films, even if they are from the past ten years. Eventually, Agreed. you know, Tunari fans, if they're they're going to say if you're going to put a movie on there, put put on something we probably haven't seen before. So not not necessarily only new content, but hmm. that's where you know back to the collaboration aspect would be. Warranted. It's it's great opportunity. Certainly, you know, I don't know enough about business to say this authoritatively, but a business making opportunity to do so between DC and Warner and, and Adult Swim, etc. But I I would love to see something original like that. If I ever get to see Blade Runner, I'm sure I'll enjoy that too. Well, it's coming next year. Uh, <laughs> well. <laughs> Well, I we'll find I find it telling that we seem to have gotten more animation from Fina than from Blade yeah. Runner. But you guys remember this time, like a few years ago, we were doing this about the new season of Samurai Jack. We kept hearing it was coming, and they were like, "It's not coming. When is it coming?" And we kept waiting and waiting and waiting and hearing it was coming. So, and it turned out to be awesome. So maybe maybe it'll be worth the wait. Well, oh, I hope it's so. I'm I'm just saying I current real world circumstances i'm not super confident we'll see blade runner next year but maybe i would maybe by november <laughs> i would agree i i i, I see i see like well you said finna right yeah finna yeah. So, so finna i finna, think finna could be ready i could see that being fall, the first if one not no i don't think so Uzuma. oh yeah no i've seen the first one I think I. I mean, it doesn't give me any. It doesn't give me any confidence that Uzumaki is going to be ready at the top of the year when they play the same trailer that they had. Oh yeah, so, but it's only four episodes. Well, I get it, but at the same time, you know, I, I feel we like we don't even know if what we saw of Fena is like finished product or if yeah, it was just it just seems a concept m- trailer. It seems like it's farther along than it is than Uzumaki's along Maybe. is doing. So I mean, even know, if they honestly, I think they should probably just wait till next October for Uzumaki for thematic reasons. But if it's ready by March per se, good celebration of Toonami's birthday. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you're always about Toonami's birthday. I mean, they should be. <laughs> <laughs> it's they not a big anniversary year or anything, but still, it's always an anniversary. Get <laughs> it? Get it? See what I just did there? You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I got no laughs from Paul. I crashed nope. and burned. <laughs> yeah, you crashed and burned on that one. <laughs> but, but yeah, I, I, you know, I, I'm actually, I'm actually optimistic as well about Fena because Production IG they hinted a lot during their. Um, during their uh, uh, anime expo light stuff about them working hard on the project despite being quarantined. So 
Yeah, for uh, a couple I of years. Am, I am very optimistic that by spring, at the very least, we'll see some some Fenda content. I'm I'm really excited to be honest because I know that they Production IG does a lot of great partnerships with Toonami. So. I still I still wonder if uh, that was one of the series that that Maki had and she couldn't just she just couldn't let it slip. Probably. <laughs> I'm, I'm almost certain, given the hints that she was saying then, that this was one of the things she was talking about. Probably. And I mean, this will be, it'll be interesting how this this goes. And if that will actually expand into more seasons and turn into what some people have deemed it as the female One Piece. So we'll see. I mean, we don't, we don't even know anything about, we don't even, we haven't even seen the first episodes. So you can't really say that either, but... You know, anything that has pirate princess in it, I'm already down. <laughs> I'm in. Yeah, you, you, those are winning words to me. You have pirate in there. I'm like, all right, I'm in for this pirate princess. Yes, female protagonist, straight out the box. I'm here, here to watch all right. it. All right. So the point of this episode was everything should be on tsunami. <laughs> you need to watch Batman the next two weekends because, well, if you don't, yeah, hopefully we something may not good will come out of it. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe some more uh, DC movies over the holidays. Maybe. This might also be a great opportunity to mention the news this week about Yasha Hime, the sequel to Inuyasha. Right, guys? Right? Yes. Woo! Look at you. I got a trailer of that. <laughs> Not the most organic segue, but I'll take it. Yeah. That's the best I had. I'm sorry. Put the beer down. Put the beer down. I did. I swear I'm done. So, yeah. Uh, I just want to uh, talk about Yashahime. I'm so yeah. excited. So excited. It looks... I, I love that you have Inuyasha's daughter in there and then Sashomaru's twin daughter story. Though, God knows who mated with Sashomaru. Or, I, actually, it's not even on her because he's a pretty sexy character. Who did he deem, deem worthy of his... His uh, progeny, I would like to know. No, just please don't be Rin. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be Rin. You know damn well it's gonna be Rin. Uh, oh, look, look. All right. You know, when Rin comes of age, I guess that's not that bad. But the fact that she, like, grew up with him, that's what yeah, makes like he it. Yeah, raised her. <laughs> I mean, Shishomaru's, like, hella old, regardless. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, no matter what, he's going to be way older than any human woman. But yeah. he, he raised that girl. Yeah, no, it can't be Rin. There's no, I mean, I thought that at first, but the more I think about it, the more I cringe. I just, I really hope not. <laughs> I mean, nothing. will come up with something awesome that's like, not let, let Let Rin be their cool auntie. Please, don't, 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 don't. Yeah. <laughs> Well, do I mean, not, I, do not. Anyway, but uh, I do uh, want to these know. these kids all seem like really, really good amalgamations of their parents, and I love that. Like mm-hmm. Moroha is so Inuyasha and Kagome's daughter; it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Got the little bow and arrow. Got the sword. She's spunky. Yep. Brash. Ah, oh, it's exactly the word I was going to use. Exactly. It's great. It's great. Yes. And then you have the two daughters of Shishomaru, who seem to be various levels of stoic. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it does look like one of his twin daughters goes into the future. 
Tawa. Yes. Uh, She's raised Tawa. by Kagome's brother. Yeah. So they like Weird. to keep it all in the family. Yeah. But they're not clear about whether or not they know who she is. Oh, yeah. whether or not the the Kagome's family? Because technically Kagome's brother and Seishomaru are in-laws, so she so she would be their niece. Like, do they realize that's who she is when she comes over, or do they not know when it's just a coincidence that hmm. they're all related? Uh, hmm. Good question. That's yeah. a good question. Here's here's a better question. Do we get to see do we get to see Seshomaru? Do we get to see Inuyasha? Oh, well, they're in the promo yeah. image. They are in the promo. You know who they, else they, is in the promo image? Kaede. Yeah. Kaede's still kicking around. Yeah. Yeah. Can't kill that woman. <laughs> uh, no, I'm no, sure she's no. going to be dead let by her, the time. Let but... her rest in peace, poor woman. Yeah. <laughs> and and here's the other question, like how long do these demons live like you know what I mean? Like hundreds of years. That's another question. I don't think we never answer, got that answered in Inuyasha. Like, nah. do they stay alive for hundreds of years, or do they stay alive for a normal human evolution? Oh, uh, probably like, much longer than that. Yeah, I would think so too. I mean, maybe not Inuyasha because he's half human, but yeah. You know, I I would love to have an answer to that one. Speaking of lifespan, can we talk about the? Uh... The glow up for Kohaku. <laughs> Turned into a handsome fella. Mm. Yeah, he did. Good for him. Oh, wait, that was Kohaku? I thought that was... um. He still looks like him. He's got his ponytail and his... Yeah, that's, that's Songo's little brother. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was... um. He's a good-looking young man. Um... Songo and... um. Songo and Moroku's kids in there, yeah. too. I thought that was that was their kid. I was like, oh. I, I, have, I have a hard time believing that that's the only offspring of Songo and Moroku. Oh, yeah. God. They're prob- <laughs> they probably do it like rabbits. Sorry. <laughs> no, Moroku wants to do it like rabbits, probably. Oh, yeah. my God. You know, it, it got me thinking, because we have a second generation of Naruto, and we have a second generation now coming of Inuyasha. Is this sort of going to be a long-term trend of second-gen characters from well-known, beloved... I mean, we had one... I know DBC, Hmm. I don't really count that. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, Dragon Ball was like the... I don't count that. (laughs) Yeah, the first big anime franchise to do that. Uh, Also... One Piece's kid. Uh, 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 <laughs> One Piece has to end first. They ever get to the end of their freaking series, which yeah. they never will. I'm convinced. Like, like, is this going to be? Are you kidding me? Luffy will never have sex. <laughs> he doesn't know what it is. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he knows what that is. I think it's a growing faction of people that believe that Luffy is asexual. I don't All know. Right, so let's move on from that. Um... Yeah. What? That's yeah, not that controversial of a topic. But I mean, I mean, I would say what's yeah. going on, and I've heard this. I've actually heard this. Um, this is what's been happening in Japan: is they see that so, that in America sometimes um, rehashing or doing like a spinoff of something is successful in certain cases. So I think Japan is just trying to be like, "All right, well, Inuyasha was good. Why don't we do this?" Now, they should yeah. personally do Final Act over again. But, you know, um, 
that's just me. Um, but you know, it's 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 you know, you got a point there. But like, for example, like Bleach, they're yeah. finally doing the final arc of Bleach. Mm-hmm. You know, and you you're damn. I would I would expect Adult Swim before the when it's, it was announced. Well, this it was announced during the pandemic, though, wasn't it? I mm-hmm. think. Yeah, yes. I, I would I would I would be shocked if they're not sitting there, whoever, whatever studio is making it or whoever they got to talk to in Japan and they're not sitting there going, you're going to give us that series, right? <laughs> like we played it for how many years on Adult Swim? Yeah. Um, so you're going to let us finish that out, right? Like, and I, and I, I personally think that being Japan, being Japan, they want that kind of show on Toonami. Same thing with Yashihime. You know, that's, that's kind of where I'm going with this. Like, Mm-hmm. Let's let's face it. If Tsunami doesn't get this, I'm gonna be shocked. Yeah, I'd be shocked too. Yeah, but I mean, they I think... constantly do deals with Viz. So yeah. The only thing I will say is it's fine if they want to do those spinoffs, but do it correctly. Don't cheapen out and rehash the same story and the same elements and make mm-hmm. the characters carbon copies of their parents. Give them some elements of familiarity that we love, but bring something unique to the story, something individual, something exciting, and a story people can latch on to. Don't oh, get cheap mm-hmm. with, the, with the story in this. And especially for this, where they have they have three girls, there's a lot of potential here to make it get cheesy, I'm, I'm afraid. And I want it to be legitimate, because this is it's, I haven't seen three female protagonists in a legit series that isn't... Um, it is inclined to either being overly sexualized or just super cheesy. So there, there's so much potential for the show. I'm really looking forward to seeing it. I just, again, with this and with any of these spinoffs, don't cheapen out with the content. Mm. Put real effort into it. Give so, it that's what they want to see. They don't want to see the carbon copy. So you don't. So you don't want them to go after the Shikon Jewel again. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Oh no, gosh, no. I didn't even know how they... I love Inuyasha, but how the hell did they manage to make that the arc over the entire series is still beyond me. I was convinced when I was watching it after the first two seasons, like, they'd get it, and then they'd find a new enemy. (laughs) I just, you know, it it killed me... What killed me about that real quick was the fact that they were like... Like, so they they dragged it out across almost 200 episodes of Inuyasha. Mm -hmm. It's like 100 and... Like, almost 180. 167. 167 so like you're you're sitting there and you're going okay so final act is going to be let's say 24 24 maybe a little bit more episodes no no we're just gonna we're just gonna speed through this and oh now now he has yeah now now we're just gonna speed through like most of the manga in like a couple episodes and then slow down towards the end and it just like uh, i was just so disappointed with final act. I was just like, come on, like you could have done this so much better. So I, I don't want them to fuck this up, but <laughs> well, they don't speaking have of, manga to base it off of. So we'll speaking see. of offspring, God forbid somebody slept with Naraku. Oh um, <laughs> no, I mean, we haven't seen anything like that nor, or we did. And we just aren't noticing it in the, the promo, but no. like, <laughs> If that he makes would be an appearance interesting. in this series, 
I I might ha I might rage quit for a bit. I'd probably go back to it, to be honest. But I might rage quit for a bit. I'm like, no, I can't handle any more fucking Naraku. I'm sorry. I'm done with him. I still can't <laughs> believe they like ended that with good guy Naraku. What the? <laughs> no. <laughs> that ending is not good. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, so, I'm just glad to see Kilala up in action. I love that little cat. Yay! Freaking adorable. I want to forever Kilala. All the Kilala forever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I want one of those as my pet. So if you know, at one point they can be like, "Hey, you look. Hey, you're. It's a nice little pet." And then when they piss me off, go kill it. Yeah. <laughs> go he kill gets it. big and he breathes fire and flies. Yep. I love it. That's all I need. I'm good after yep. that. I'll be like, honey, honey, don't put water on it. Don't put water on Kilala. <laughs> oh, wait, that's that's wrong thing. Sorry, sorry. I mean, it would probably cause the same reaction, honestly. Wait, why haven't we had a gizmo anime? What the fuck? <laughs> I don't know, but I bet Steve Bloom would love to do it. <laughs> oh, my God, that would be awesome. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm sure you've seen me put up that picture where I'm like, all right, screw it. Let's just make 2020 worse. <laughs> oh, no. Ugh, yeah, I've seen that. So, uh, I feel like this is a strong contender for 2021, probably like mid-year. Yep. I don't, yep. I don't know. First of all, I do think that they will get this dubbed in Canada. I don't know how long that will take. <laughs> they may be trugging along much better in Canada. I don't know. I'm willing to wait, to be honest, for this. I'd rather have quality over speed. Agreed. I mean, I I've made the point that I think that, well, number one, I would like Bang Zoom to do it, the dub. Mm -hmm. No. But number two. No. 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 Why? No. Why? Canada. No, you're not. You're not listening to me. Let, let me finish my thought here. I would like Bang, Bang Zoom to do the dub, but obviously some of these people are in Canada, so you're gonna, you're gonna have to probably do a half half thing, where you know half Bang of Zoom the dub is, do that. It doesn't do that. Well, then no. screw that. <laughs> NYAV I mean, post might, but they don't typically get uh, Canadian talent unless they moved. Outside of Canada. Oh, but. I need I need uh, Mr. Cox to uh, to be doing Inuyasha again. This is why they should just send it to Canada, where most yeah. of the actors are. Now, they can certainly get the guy who uh, replaced Shishomaru for final acts, Mr. Dangerfield, who uh, um, more recently was Gintoki. But David I Kay, uh, he might. You might be able to get David Kay. I heard that might. he's doing he's doing voice acting again. So Michael Dangerfield or David Kay? Because David Kay never David. stopped. Uh was it David Kay? I don't yeah. Whoever. David Kay was the original Shoshomaru. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I mean I don't he know. Moved why he moved to Los Angeles. He's been in a lot of uh cartoons ever oh, since shit, he was in regular show. He's right there where Bang Zoom is. There you yeah. go. See perfect. There you go. But no, they should not just get some of the actors back from the old cast. They should they should definitely get this done in Canada. It would really make things easier on everybody. 
Mm. And also it would be more consistent. Right. That's strongly my opinion. Not to mention, there's enough shows that are trying to get dubbed in Los Angeles and Texas right now. So let's not add to the pile. So Inu is going to love you. Um, yeah. Yeah, he would. Uh... <laughs> he's been he's been saying all over Twitter, oh, I want the, I want Canada to, to dub it. I want Canada to dub it. I'm just like, well, of course he does. Just, just just let's just let it just let it happen the way it's going to happen. OK, look, I'm not opposed to them doing like a mixed cast thing, but it just seems needlessly complicated for this when there's no reason why they can't just have it recorded entirely in Canada where most of those actors currently reside. I just want to see Inuyasha as a father. I just, I feel like this is going to be a a hilarious, Uh, hilarious clusterfuck in the making. Yeah. He's, he's going to be like Vegeta as a father. Yep. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Yes. And like, shut Uh, up kid. I don't want to talk to you. Seshomaru too. Like they're, they're both going to be like that, but just, just go, just go do what you need to do. Go. Yeah, <laughs> just go. Don't, I don't. don't want, I don't need me. to deal with you. I'm trying to kill this. This. Uh, what are you, a demon pig? Okay, I'm trying to kill this demon pig. Just imagining Inuyasha's temper flaring with the little ones, and him like doing that thing he used to do with what's his name, the little squirrel demon, where he'd like crush his head and pick him up Shippo. and like shake him around, like him doing that to his own children. <laughs> oh, I want to shouting see... at each other, and like it's just all very comical and cute. I want to see the adult version of him. Yeah. That's what I want to see is the adult. No, version. he can't be an adult. He has to always be cute and little. No, he's going to be I an adult. I don't think Shippo's uh, race gets much bigger. Yeah, I think he's just small. Because they show adult versions of his little fox demon clan, and they're all pretty small. Yeah. Mm. I don't well, honestly remember off <laughs> at this yeah, point. Yeah, neither do I. There were so many episodes of it, but I mean. Who, who knows? I'm they, hoping they for may new, not even new characters, like. Not just like we don't need to show Shippo or even Shippo's offspring, just like a new random half demon or demon character to join their little group as they grow and, and imagine you know, if, dynamic dynamic. Blah. Imagine if Inuyasha's daughter can tell him to sit. <laughs> because oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. I'm just saying that would be hilarious. That's so funny. I, honestly, I think Inuyasha is going to really mellow out as a dad. We'll see. I've but. seen some really adorable fan art with him and them as a family. So looking forward to being able to, to, to share that again. Yeah. Granted, Inuyasha is probably different as a father when the kid was really young and now she's like a teenager. So. Oh, yeah. Way more eccentric. Yeah. Should be interesting. Should be interesting. Yes. Well, I think we've mined this enough. Yep. Perhaps. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, I guess that, that literally came out of nowhere earlier this year, and I was very skeptical that it was actually going to air in Japan this year. But it looks like it's they happening. Prob- they were probably farther along than what you knew, so. I guess so. It's, um, yeah. it's, it's always interesting. Sometimes these projects, they announce them way ahead of time before they're anywhere near ready and other times they will literally wait until months before just for i don't know what reasons it's better that way because otherwise they release like random key arts and shit and then 
you know, they have to announce delays over and over again. They'll say spring mm-hmm. 2020 and then yeah. pandemic hits and they're like, sorry, just kidding. Fall 2020. Oh, no, just kidding. Uh, yeah. 2021 at some point. <laughs> so I think it's it's if they're I'd rather I do have prefer that off an announcement till they're further along in development and give us something that we know is is solidly developed and, and content wise. That's just me personally. I agree. I I definitely prefer it that way because when you have these way out release dates, they just end up getting pushed back or sometimes pushed forward. It it depends. But like I'm reading about so-and-so anime adaptation of whatever manga coming at some point. And I'm like, oh, cool. That's coming not even early next year. Fantastic. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you lose interest because then yeah. what's I mean, you have to wait and you're like, well, there my excitement just died. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is unfortunate, but yeah, I I prefer the the more recent announcements. But when it comes to Tsunami, please, at least 2 weeks in advance. <laughs> if not more. Yeah, please. <laughs> I really appreciate it that they're like, "Hey, we got Fire Force season 2 coming." Oh, cool. <laughs> I mean, you didn't have yeah. to give us an exact date, but I appreciate it. And I still don't think that date's going to stick, but we will see. Yeah. We will find out. We will find out. But in the meantime, Batman movies. And it's uh, four rather good movies that people should definitely check out. So as a short primer to that, um, the first week, uh, this upcoming Saturday, the 15th, they are playing... Uh, Batman Year One, which stars Benjamin McKenzie playing Bruce Wayne, Batman, and the uh, wonderful uh, Brian Brian Cranston as Jim Gordon as a uh, lieutenant. Lieutenant, yeah, Lieutenant Jim Gordon at that point. So they're both new to the scene and there's going to be some growing pains but of course the amusing thing here is that uh, Benjamin McKenzie eventually plays Jim Gordon in Gotham the live action series but this was many years prior and Brian Cranston is so talented I'm I'm really thrilled to be hearing him do this yeah he's an excellent choice for Jim Gordon especially at that point in his career it was like kind of in the heat of Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. So this is this is a fairly old movie at this point, but it's uh, certainly never aired on uh, Toonami, much less Cartoon Network before. Yep. The, out of these four movies, only one of them has already aired on Cartoon Network, and that's the Gotham Knight. That, <laughs> ironically, was the first thing to play on Action Flicks, which should have just been Toonami. That was the Saturday night movie block that immediately replaced Toonami. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would say a, a Gotham Knight, if you don't watch, even if you don't watch the Dark Knight ones, watch Year One and Gotham Knight. Year One because it's got excellent voice actors in it and it's it's really good to compare to the Batman Begins franchise. And Gotham Knight because... The interesting uh, dichotomy of the of the different studios doing these animated shorts. If you haven't seen it, it it'll be it's something to watch, and it 
it, it doesn't necessarily fall to my recollection in any specific time frame in Batman's mythology, but that's what kind of makes it interesting. And, and, and you get to see the way each studio portrays the character. So that those two for sure. Mm-hmm. If you decide you don't want to watch the the other ones, watch those two. And the good thing is they're both earlier. They're played yeah. earlier on each night. They're the ones that start off Toonami on their respective nights. So Gotham Nights will be on uh, August 22nd, the day of DC Fandom. So honestly, um, DC Fandom kind of ends with Toonami's airing of Gotham Knight and hey. The Dark Knight Returns Part 2. They may still be having something streaming at that time. I don't know. But in a sense, that's kind of how it ends. So you should definitely check out Gotham Knight. If you haven't seen these individual... It's an anthology with multiple studios. Studio 4C, Production IG, B-Train, and mm-hmm. Madhouse studios very cool stuff and you get to see kevin conroy voice batman of many different forms (laughs) including one that looks like light yagami not even joking Mm -hmm. (laughs) but batman everybody but batman is a thing but it's it's really cool one of the shorts is kids talking about the legend of the batman and going into detail of these weird stories about it's kind of like that one episode of paranoia agent where they get all these different interpretations of little slugger Mm. so it's it's very cool some of these shorts are really fantastic so definitely watch it and live tweet it we want to see it trending yes absolutely and the dark knight returns two-parter film it's pretty intense it is it is a very mature Batman. I mean, it's based off of Frank Miller's, frankly, very iconic comic that a lot of things have taken inspiration from. So when you watch it, you'll probably see some things that you'll be reminded of from other forms of Batman media, just because those things were borrowing from that. So it's it's really cool. You have a story where Batman has been retired for a while and then he returns to you know dole out some justice in gotham again and eventually he has a fight with superman in the second one which Mm -hmm. is pretty freaking amazing and peter weller voices bruce wayne batman in that which that's robocop yo Mm -hmm. (laughs) good stuff they are they are good movies. I highly recommend them all. I'm not going to say they are all of the best Batman movies that they have, but it's a good batch. Good batch. I mean, could have gone for Under the Red Hood, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know there. Well, I think maybe it's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's interesting that they're uh, putting the two parts of uh, the Dark Knight Returns on different nights, but yeah, I think that's I, it's mostly a runtime thing. I feel because yeah, those are long movies. I mean, I there was when I first saw that part of me was like, well, why would they not show that in one night? But at the same time, 
I kind of get it. It's longer. It's the content um, is different from if you're trying to, to to have this last for the two weekends of Batman content, then maybe stretching it out to to get maximum viewership might make sense. I, I guess it's 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 strange, uh, but you know, okay, that's what they're doing. So yeah, yeah, and it may have also been a content thing. Mm-hmm. Possibly. I mean, it's not the most graphic, so I don't think it's necessarily a content thing. But year one has like the guys doesn't it have like one of the bad guys being chained up naked? Am I remembering that correctly? Oh, it's been so long since I've seen that movie. So I'm honestly not sure. Yeah. But yeah, these uh, these are not Batman movies for kids. <laughs> Gotham Knight did air on Cartoon Network, but that was at a time when they were comfortable playing TV 14 movies on occasion. So Mm -hmm. I I still, (laughs) it is maybe the most child friendly, but these, these are for adults. Yeah, it's not your childhood Batman, so you should totally watch it. (laughs) Not that your childhood Batman wasn't very serious and dark. Yeah. (laughs) Batman the Animated Series was definitely for everybody. There was no nudity, so... Yeah, yeah, there was there was no nudity. It's like, really the difference between an adult Batman film and a family-friendly Batman film is sex. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Alright. Paul, uh, take us out of here. So you can, uh, as always, you can email us, give us feedback, podcast at tsunamifaithful.com. Um, you can pretty much find us on every single podcast app that's out there um, just by searching Tsunami Faithful Podcast. But the main ones that we want you to pay attention to are Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Stitcher. Um, let's see, what else do we have? We have radio.com. Um all those, all those podcast apps that's out there, but also the most important one is soundcloud.com slash Tsunami Faithful Podcast. That's where you can hear every single episode from episode one all the way through this episode. So please do follow us there so you can hear every single episode, especially if you're a new listener. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at Tsunami Podcast. You can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Tsunami Faithful Podcast. And you can go to our website and listen to every single episode while I'm talking about that, podcast.tunamifaithful.com, to also hear every single episode of the podcast as well. And uh, pretty much if you guys want to help us out, all you need to do is go to our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash tunamifaithful. You can sign up for one of our – to be one of our Patreons. Even if it's just a dollar, it helps. So, or, you know, like some people have been doing, you can just, whenever we post something with a right stuff, right stuff link, um, just click on that, buy something and that helps us out as well. So, yeah. So let's, uh, let's get on out of here. Kuro, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at happy Kuro kitty and, uh, articles that I post for tsunamifaithful.com. Please feel free to comment and share. I love to hear you guys' thoughts at always and, and hear your input on some of the things I'm writing. 
my latest article was on Lupin the Third, so I'd love to to hear what you guys think. Sketch, over to you. Ah, yes, you can find me on Twitter at Sketch1984. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Paul, where can they find you? And, of course, you can find me on Twitter at Paul Pascrillo. You can email me, paulpascrillo at tunamifaithful.com. And if you're on our Toonami Faithful Discord, you can at me, Paul Pascrillo, on there as well. So that's where you can find me. And, oh, and Instagram.com slash Paul You can go there as well. So. So that's it for this week's uh, Toonami Faithful Podcast. Thank you for listening as always, and stick around for a special interview that was recorded by uh, Daniel Limyoko with Adam Geddes. You're listening to a Toonami Faithful Podcast exclusive interview. What's up, Toonami Faithful? My name is Daniel Mohoko, Anime Savior. And uh, today I'm hanging out with Adam Geddes, uh, who is an NFL player. I think he played for the Redskins, Giants, the Bucks, and now he's playing for the Falcons. So, And how's, how's San Diego Comic Con been? San Diego Comic Con's been amazing. Uh, we've seen a lot of things. Uh, uh, cosplay's been amazing. I've seen some really great cosplay that's what i'm really big into cosplay and anime so really excited about that um we still got a whole nother day left so i'm very excited to see the different panels that's going on with marvel and dc it's the uh, 15 year uh anniversary for batman beyond so very excited about that uh we just really just announced a blu-ray yeah master i'm, I'm getting it yeah. <laughs> i'm definitely getting it yeah i love and that show it's a kid yeah and then dbz is 30 years this year so that was a great panel and uh, I was actually on the My Hero panel, so that was really cool, really, really humbling. How was it like to uh, be in a panel with uh, Justin and Clip and Helen? It was really and, cool. And Muhammad. <laughs> it was really cool. It was really cool. Um, uh, the Cliff, Kellen, and Justin are really great guys. They really know their stuff, and um, they've been in, you know, uh, voice acting for a while, and they really have uh, their characters down to a T in My Hero. You know, they really make my hero go because they do such a great job um yeah. you know uh gotta stop saying no <laughs> but no it's it was really cool it's very no humbling we, we we filled the room as two thousand people and we actually had to turn some people away yeah. um so hopefully next year we can get another room that you know four thousand and just keep building and hopefully get hall h one day yeah i feel like my, uh, my hero is going to be one of those animes that's going to be just as big yeah. as i said uh, dbz or you know, any other yeah. anime to that extent. So I'm excited to see where it goes. Yeah, see how it goes. Uh, yeah. Doing well on streaming, doing great on Tsunami, and yeah. despite it being on 3.30. <laughs> right. Oh, I, I tape it. I, I can't stay up that long, yeah. but I do tape it. I do tape it. Of course, you're in the NFL, and uh, it's kind of, of course, it's kind of difficult to watch Tsunami when your game is like a few, just literally a few hours before <laughs> game time. So how do, you, how do you keep up with the shows? Actually, I do. <laughs> I don't know if I should say, but I do stay up and watch Tsunami till about maybe maybe 1.30, and that's really my cutoff time. So I do catch, you know, the earlier ones, you know, Super Still Early. Um, mm -hmm. What else is usually early? It was mm -hmm. My Hero for a minute. Um, so I, I do try to watch it as much as I can 
my wife, she, she makes sure she tapes it for me when I'm not home and I don't watch it. So, and, uh, and I'm excited to see uh, the new show. So Fire Force is coming out for yeah. Tsunami. So Just that's announced yesterday. <laughs> right, yeah. So Fire Force is going to be on Tsunami yeah. and uh, Promised Neverland was dope. So yeah. I'm excited to see what other shows uh, yeah. they're going to put on there. Yeah, just finished with uh, Neverland, SAO. Yeah. We're about to finish with Titan in a few weeks. Uh, okay. Oh my gosh. Titan has been amazing. Titan, yeah. That, that's been my favorite show on tonight. Yeah, already. Demon Slayer's coming in a few months. Uh, oh, we are getting Demon Slayer, sweet. Yeah. And uh, yeah, let's just see, what, see what's next. Uh, okay. All right. Decades, de a couple decades ago, uh, jocks and nerds pretty much never got along, and it was pretty much unheard of for a jock to like nerdy stuff like anime and nerd like sports. So it's like a hell free developers kind of thing. <laughs> but in recent times, we've kind of seen that divide become more and more bridged, yet as we see more so-called jocks and athletes proclaim that they are nerds and anime fans, well, like yourself. And, and while many anime fans are also big on sports, myself for instance, uh, I personally like a few LA teams and the Padres. Okay, sweet. I used to be a Chargers fan until they moved. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sweet. Smart man. <laughs> so, uh, what do you think there? Uh, what do you think this? We're we're seeing a bridge from between these two cultures today. We we should see a bridge between you know well we should bridge the gap between these two cultures because there's so many athletes that are fans and you know they they're scared to you know how to come out of the closet but. You know, if you love anime, love anime. Just express yourself, and there's so many different genres that you know you don't have to just be DBZ or um, you know kaiju or you know it. There's so many different ones that you can like, and there's something for everybody, and that's what I really like about anime. Yeah. Um, but it's the gap is becoming smaller and smaller every day. You got guys like Mike Daniels and you know Juju uh, Smith Schuster and different guys like that are that are really helping bridge the gap by doing things on the field uh i know everybody's seen the cleats seen the mouthpieces uh -huh. all of them have been really cool so uh, i feel like the more continued support we have for anime the the, the, the bridge is going to get smaller and smaller so i'm excited to see what happens next yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of the things i really like like about when he's he's the celebration dance like kamehameha yeah sometimes i think i saw an article once yep <laughs> yep yeah. So it, it's going to be a lot more. Um, I already heard a couple guys. I, I don't want to spoil it, but there have been some guys saying some uh, things that they're going to do for some of these dances, and they're very anime related. Yeah. So <laughs> if you catch, if you're an anime fan, and you you'll catch it really quick. Some people won't know, you know, what it is, but if you're an anime <laughs> fan, you're going to catch some good stuff this year. <laughs> yeah. Of course, well, with these so million dollar contracts by. Uh, the NFL TD star athletes comes a lot of scrutiny and unless you're a superstar and sometimes even then job security is pretty much non-existent give us a little bit of how you and your colleagues managed to continue playing on such a high level um like you said a lot of these contracts aren't really guaranteed you know you can have a six-year million dollar contract but a lot of it is in incentives and you don't see any of the money so um, you just got to be able to play to your best ability all the time. Yeah. That's that's the only way you stay in the league. That's the only way I've been able to stay in the league for so long and you know, play on so many different teams is because uh, with playing hard, you got to have the heart. You know, you may not be the biggest guy, you may not be the strongest guy, but if you, if you give 110% every day on the field, coaches see it, players see it, fans see it, and yeah. you'll continue just to, you know, move from team to team, which is okay, you know. Yeah. You know, I feel like a lot of guys, a lot of people don't understand that 
you may not stay with the same team forever. You know, you, so sometimes you got to be a fan of the player other than a fan of the team. So, um, like I said, Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco's another guy where he's played in Baltimore so long and, you know, they had a younger guy come up and, you know, beat him out for the spot. And now I think he's in Denver. So, uh, you know, the job security really, <laughs> really isn't there. But as long as you play your heart out every game, you know, other teams will see it and you'll be fine. Yeah. How did you, uh, let's, talk, let's talk about your fandom. Uh, how did you uh, discover anime back in the day? Through Toonami? And do you consider yourself a Toonami faithful? And uh, what are your thoughts on the better cartoon show today? So I was one. I, I was one that did get get into it from Toonami. Uh, I also had a lot of tapes too, like the old school VHS uh, tapes. So I had uh, what Fist of the North Star. I had uh, Akira on there. Uh, I had a couple other ones. A lot of small small ones. Probably, people probably never heard of. I had the old school Speed Racer ones, which were really cool. So I've been a fan a long time. But Toonami really kind of honed it in for me. You know, you can watch a Saturday, what was it, Saturday mornings, I think it was, or afternoons? Uh, it was uh, weekdays, afternoons, that's and what was it, right. Saturdays. That's what it was, right, that's what it was. And, uh, and then now Saturday night. Now it's Saturdays, right, it's been so long. But, you know, when, back in the day when Sailor Moon was on it, uh -huh. and uh, all the all the old ones, it, I'm still faithful today, man. Um, like I said, I try to, <laughs> I tape them every time I don't get to watch them, and I make my wife tape them <laughs> if I don't get to watch them, so. Um, just been a Toonami faithful for so long, and I, like I said, I can't wait for a, a couple of these shows to come out. I heard about Demon Slayer is coming out. I heard, um, uh, what did I just say? <laughs> yeah, just that Fire Force announced right, just Fire today. Force, yeah, we, we, they said Fire Force is coming out today, and I've heard some great stuff about Fire Force. Yeah. From the same guys from Soul Deer. Exactly. Love that show. Yeah, it's so good. So good. Then, you know, we had, we just had DBZ. Well, DBZ Super is still on there. Yeah. Which is, everybody loves DBZ Super. Yeah. It's been amazing. Yeah. Um, AOT, uh, Attack on Titan. Man, this third season has been nuts. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's been nuts. I read the manga too, but I try to read up until the point where it is on the show. Uh -huh. And I don't like to read past. So, yeah. <laughs> watching it and not kind of not knowing what's going to happen it's been so good the, the, the writing on that show is amazing Promise yeah. Neverland also dope um, you know Lupin I think we're on the third season of Lupin on uh, part five is it part five okay because yeah, it, yeah it's, it's been on Toonami for a while now yeah. so um, we're going to get some good stuff on Toonami I'm yeah. excited yeah. some new and good stuff yeah we'll see what happens yeah of course uh, we know you're a big fan of my here at Academia when you set up the panel but Tell us, uh, what are your other favorite Toonami shows from back in the day and today? Ooh, you bring me back. So, favorites, like I said, AOT right now for me is, mm -hmm. is huge. Uh, I know this would be an unpopular opinion, but when GT was on there, Dragon Ball GT, I was a big fan. So, <laughs> I know I'm getting a lot of slack for it, but that was one of my favorites back then. And like I said, Sailor Moon, I don't like to... <laughs> I'm not gonna say I don't like to talk about it, but Sailor Moon was one of my favorites. Me and my wife loves it too, so she used to watch Tsunami, so that's our favorite together. Yeah. Um, I used to uh, I used to be an OG Sailor Moon fan from when Tsunami used to air it. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, should I put like should I, should I like this publicly when I was <laughs> when I was a kid? Like, should I like this publicly? But, but oh, I did. I did. Nowadays, know. like everyone, <laughs> now I know everyone loves Sailor Moon. Like, exactly. So uh, yeah, I love. I, I can say I love it too. <laughs> there you go. Um, I'm trying, to think what else? Of, I'm trying to think of an older one. Um, 
when Cowboy Bebop was on. Ah, Bebop. Bebop, you know, that's that's an OG one. So that's one of the, one of the, my one of my top ten. I put it in my top ten. Yeah. Uh, Samurai, Samurai Shampoo. Yeah. Uh, the the music on that was is so good. They really bridged the gap between yeah. hip hop and, and anime. So um, rest in peace, Nablos. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, this it's so many. It's, it's it really is so many. Like I said, you still got Super on there right now. You got Lupin. Um, I'm trying to think of my favorite though. Shoot, it's, it's so yeah, oh, I have a lot of so, favorites too. Yeah, it's so many. So I remember it was uh, two years ago. I think it was when Parasite was on there, ah. and Parasite is 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 a top ten for me. So that was another yeah, one. That was I insane. Really yeah, they tried to do the uh, the uh, live action live version, action. but it didn't work out too well. But um, when it was on Tsunami, man, it was it was so dope. So those are probably some of my favorites. Yeah, tell us a little bit about your NFL career. Like, what me? Uh, what made you decide to say I want to play football and how'd you get here today? So that's kind of funny. So I um, this is my eighth year in the NFL. Um, I was drafted by the Redskins, uh, RG3's draft class in 2012. Mm-hmm. So I did three years with the Redskins, three years with the Giants, a year with the Bucks, and uh, this year I'm with the Atlanta Falcons. And it's, it's really been humbling, you know, still being able to play and um, just it's been really fun, really exciting. Um, actually, I wasn't a football player growing up. I was a bowler and a basketball player and um, really didn't want to play football. My uncle and my dad kind of pushed for it. Um, so in high school, there was an eighth grade uh, symposium where they set up all these booths uh, for the different sports you can sign up for. So I was a big kid. I was a big kid. Um, so when I went to go sign up for bowling, the fo- my uh, high school football coach came up to me and said, you're signing up for football, right? You're a big kid. I said, no, I, I want to go bowl. He's like, no, no, no. You, you got to sign up. You're a big kid. You, you're going to be a good football. I was like, no, I don't I don't want to play football. <laughs> so he said, well, your, your buddies are signing up. Your best friend just signed up. How about you just sign up and um, go to the first day of practice. If you like it, cool. If you don't, you don't have to come back. So uh, I went to practice. And I had a great time. I haven't, I haven't looked back since. Uh, and anything else you'd uh, like to say before we head out? We head out. I just need all my anime fans to continue your love and support for anime, because the more you guys support anime and the anime community, the more things that it, the, the bigger things that can happen. You know, we can have a lot more shows, a lot more titles coming out. Uh, I know Funimation is really, really doing this thing right now with Sony, so. The more continued support for these different companies, Viz Media, um, you know, all the all the big companies, you know, the better stuff that can come out. So, you know, just continue your support. Um, be yourself. Don't be scared to, you know, do what you want to do. Live your life. You only got one life, so be yourself. Don't let anybody change you, and uh, continue your support. 